Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Power Bar Show. Take two. Oh, oh shit. Okay, let's just put it out there. Take two, take two. This is your boy, Vince T. <laughs> oh, damn. Mark, Mark just ready to fire off on me. It's all right. Hey, hey, hey. It's, it is all right. Once again, I'm Vince T. Along with me, we got Rich D. Yo. Uh, Dr. Twisted. Yeah. And Auntie Coco back up in his thing. Hello. What's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, as you guys heard, Mark did say take two. That is because we are uh, recording this portion um, <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, the day before you guys hear this. Because we did do this on Sunday, but uh, uh, your audio engineer here uh, <laughs> fucked it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it happens. I figured it out. I figured it out. Nope. I want a public apology because you talked mad shit last time. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Mark, you know what? Here. No, you here. don't have to do it now. We can do it Saturday. Oh, speaking of Saturday, <laughs> speaking of Saturday, uh, this Saturday is uh, the Island Vibe Festival. Hopefully, hopefully to see you all there. Uh, you will see all four of us there. Uh, Rich D and Ed Coco will be handling artist interviews in the back. Uh, I'll be running the audio board, and I won't mess up. <laughs> Twist is just. I don't gonna... know how 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 difficult that's going to be to re-record the beginning of that. <laughs> oh, shit. I ain't getting that one back. Um, this is just going to be out there in the, in the field. He's going to be out there in the field, you know, trying to take pictures with random people. Uh, that's just what he does. But it's all right. All right. Besides take two, how you guys been? Good. Okay. And we're done recording the second version. Oh, you know what? Good job. Let me mess up on purpose and just say twisted out of this thing. How about that? No, guys, you guys got a good episode ahead of you. Um, we did recap on the, the 9-11 uh, 20th. I don't, I don't even know. If, do you call it anniversary or just remembrance or do we call it anniversary or memorial? Yeah, that's, that's a better word than anniversary. Memorial. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, 20 years is a significant milestone for it, so... Yeah, you know it, it is an anniversary uh, in a way, uh, but in remembrance of, I think. For our listeners, it, it's going to get pretty emotional. A uh, very different side of us um, that you probably haven't heard uh, in a while, at least. Um, but it just shows you how passionate we are about the country and just about the events that uh, went on 20 years ago. Um, we all kind of remember where we were at and during that time and just the initial shock of everything but you guys have a good show ahead of you um other than that from what they're looking forward to guys what do you guys uh how are you guys anticipating on the vibes to be um yeah i'm kind of excited to see the new venue uh i think that's more what i'm excited to see and see how they all maneuver everybody into that that area because it's not as big and open as the chargers old area Right. Or the practice field, whatever they had uh, right. before. Uh, and, but the location is nice, right? It's right on the water now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in downtown, so you don't necessarily have to go. Uh, or you're not limited to, to things now, right? Like you, you have options to go out there and kind of shop around Seaport Village, look at the, you know, the water, check out the horizon, the, maybe the sunset, why things are happening. Uh, I know a few people who are trying to bring their boats in to watch the concert. Oh, and nice. so it's just a different, different atmosphere that people aren't used to um, yeah. this time around. Um, with, you know, obviously uh, great performers, uh, Spawn Breezy headlining again. Um, uh, 
the uh, concert. So, I mean, <laughs> sorry. You know, didn't mean to chuckle, yeah. but, you know, the again part was it, pretty funny. But it's cool. I mean, uh, and then they have an after party over at Holding Company yeah. uh, down in uh, Ocean Beach. Yep. Uh, so that should be interesting as well to see, um, you know, kind of all play out because I think it ends around seven. Seven ish. Yeah. And so, you know, you have about like an hour to kind of try to sober up and then drive your ass down there or Uber down to Ocean Beach and have an after party. Um, but I mean, it, I, I'm excited to see just like the crowd and see how everybody is. Um, I can tell you, Comic Kings was crazy. And, but it was yeah. full of like a mixed crowd and this is going to be probably more Islanders out there uh, supporting this event so uh, that's what I'm interested in seeing is really the crowd and the, the new location Tuesday how about you? you uh, yeah you know I'm, I'm curious I haven't been down to that venue mm-hmm. uh, for any kind of event I'm, I'm curious to see I'm, actually I want to know where the hell it's at to be honest with you. I got to look it up maybe drive by there tomorrow while I'm at work so I can see where the hell I'm going to be going. Um, obviously, I'm going to be running a little bit late Saturday. <laughs> Just seeing Mark out there looking like a lost child. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Where's, where's my group at? Yeah. You guys seen the little guy with no hair? Oh, I'm looking for him. So, oh, uh, damn. I didn't know Fiji was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for it. I'm, I'm, uh, being on that side of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the last time we were there, we were actually up on the stage performing. Now we'll be on the other side of it to see the backstage stuff, the behind the scenes thing. That's what I want to see. So that's what I'm looking forward to. The acts, of course, you know, the musicians, the, 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 the talent that's there. Right. That's always a given. Attention all you adults. Get the COVID vaccine. As we get back to school, it's important that we mask up and vaccine. Go to PacificIslanderHealth.org. <laughs> Give it a shot. Say that. Uh, it's Coco. <laughs> I mean, it should be exciting for you. Uh, I don't. I don't think you typically go to these kind of events. Usually. No, it's it's going to be my first Island Vibes Festival, so I'm looking forward to it. I was checking out the talent. It's pretty exciting. So that's kind of cool. I didn't know that it was uh, such a such a big fest. You know. Also, it's been a while since I've checked out a big music festival. So. Not just a music festival, but an island one. So I think that's that's pretty cool. It's gonna give me a minute mm. to kind of get back in touch, you know, with my roots and all that. Oh, but with <laughs> your roots? Lot of mercy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I am. I'm really looking forward to it. It sounds like it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. I'm super excited to be uh, backstage with Rich D and having fun with some of the artists and doing that kind of thing. So. That that seems really exciting. Always anything on the Embarcadero is is a good time. So I think that's a superb venue. I, I don't know what what it was like before. So for a first timer, um, uh, uh, for many reasons, I think just going to something like that that I haven't seen in a really long time to be a part of it, uh, a cultural type of thing is really going to be meaningful. Uh, but then joining it with you guys is going to be a hell of a lot of fun. So. I'm definitely looking forward to a really great day and uh, and learning a lot too at the same time. Hey, so so let me ask a question. Um, do you not go to music festivals because you don't like the big crowds, or do you just not enjoy? Um, are you like maybe smaller, more intimate, um, avid uh, uh, performances? I just haven't gone in a long time. I do prefer the smaller, intimate scene. 
I like, you know, I like smaller venues, but this will be similarly to that. I mean, it'll still be quite big, but um, no, it's not that I don't enjoy them. I just haven't for a really long time. So it, it's going to be cool to to be surrounded by that. I think I'm going to be pretty inspired. So that that's another side of it that that I'm looking forward to. I personally don't like kinds. Uh, I love it all. I don't like uh, bigger venues, you know, like I, I'm I'm kind of in that same boat. Um, yeah. Or at least at least in that. Like, I, I'd rather have it be smaller and intimate versus uh, really big. And, um, yeah, yeah, for me, it just sits. It just, I enjoy My the mosh days are over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm, I don't like bumper to bumper people. I mean, there was a time, you know, when Lollapalooza was the shit. You know what I mean? And, or going, but I, I'm more of a, yeah, I'm more of a small venue person. I mean, some of my very first concerts were in tiny little hole in the walls like iguanas down in Mexico, you know, where I saw Soundgarden for the first time. Um, and that yeah. was just a really bitchin' show. But I do prefer things that are just of a little bit smaller in nature. But, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it all goes down. So, I mean, there's a little bit of an anxiety there, I think, for me. Yeah. But I'm, I'm ready for it. I mean, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm with you guys, so I'm good. But uh, yeah, to me, I, I like to be able to hear it. I like to be able to be with it, and 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 be uh, dialed in. I'm looking forward to actually it all after kind of being locked down for the last year, year and a half. Um, the last show that I caught was actually uh, Maoli in 2019, and that was like in January, or February, uh, mm. or 2020. The country band. Yes, yes, the <laughs> island. Hawaiian uh, country band. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you that if they make one more Gosh. goddamn country cover, they might be. Uh, the, I mean, it's not going to be a question. It's going to be like about when. Which well, one? Right, why, <laughs> off topic. What do you, which song do you think it'll be? Twenty three. The new one just came out. Twenty three <laughs> or Bear Me, guaranteed. Damn. All right, Rich. Rich D is calling it. Anyone? Anyone else want one in on this on this little wager? I, 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 hey, I, if I, I hit it, it, I want us to do a clip and I want us to tag them in the video and date this. That they are going right. to do a cover of 23 or uh, Beer I think it's Beer Me. Okay. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, country covers? Mark? I, th- I think Rich hit it on the head, man. No, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm with him on it. And it's Coco? I don't know if you're a country fan, but... I I love country, but I, I don't know. I don't know enough to weigh in on it. So I'll just, I'll just roll with the majority and I'll say, because I don't know, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure... Uh, you don't vote, do you? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, I vote. I voted, and I don't think most people appreciated who I voted for, but, hey, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll probably... I'm on, the, I'm on the Hair Force, man. I am on the Hair Force, so... Hey, yeah. I never heard that. <laughs> the Hair Force. The Hair Force. <laughs> the Hair Force, you know. Yes, yes. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Hair Force. The best ever. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but going back, I, yeah, I'm just kind of... in. Looking forward to it all. I'm um, looking forward to seeing all the people I probably haven't seen in a while. Um, I mean, I'm obviously excited to be in the back, uh, meet and greet with the artists, get to talk to them a little bit, um, and a lot of like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like uh, like the backing band for for a lot of for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested in meeting a lot of those guys. Um, I mean, the the main act is always always cool, but I. I feel like we get a lot of interviews uh, with with the artists as they should be, but uh, not too many people get to talk to, uh, you know, like the guitar players or 
you know, the keyboard the director. Yeah, the, yeah, the music director and see how they're putting the set together, what their thought process is when approaching the first music festival out of COVID. So, I mean, I know that every band is going to want to rock. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see like the friendly competition, like who's going to rock the best. So mm. yeah, I'm excited about that. That's um, cool. Yeah, that it's, it's going to be fun. I mean, I, I typically haven't, I've only been to Island Vibe once before and that was uh 2018. Was that Catch a Fire year? No, that was uh FIA and uh the green closed. Okay, okay, okay. All was right. it the green? I it don't know. Could have been. Well it was FIA. I think uh, we were at Vegas during that that time, right? Yeah, I know, yeah, we were. I know FIA yeah. played. Um I think Molly played too that year. Um but it, I mean it was it was good. It was a good show. Um so this is my second one. I'm just kind of looking looking forward to it just just to be out there. Uh back in the scene if you know what i mean yeah yeah no I that's it right there back in the scene back in the scene that's a good one because i have been off the grid off off the scene for so long so to be thrown back in in this kind of way is it's pretty rad i'm, I'm excited about it let me say this uh and this is probably kind of similar but maybe a little bit off the grid uh or off topic but moving up here and i went to i think we went to one pifa event recently and i haven't been to a pifa event in two years right and I can say when I left there, I was like, yeah, I don't miss this. <laughs> it was weird. It, I think yeah. it's maybe because it maybe because I was just so much so knee deep in that thing. Right. Like I was like, yeah, you know, and just I was kind of just drowning in it. And I, I don't think I realized how much how involved I was within the Guam Club, PIFA, uh, Erentia and everything else that moving up here. I'm so far away from it now that when I go back down, I'm just. I'm not too excited. I'm not as excited as I used to be. I, I should say. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm actually there for. I appreciate um, that. Like I'm. I think I'm kind of like you right now in my. I think my place in life where I'm okay being a little bit off the grid, where I'm not going to every single event and. Like it's a lot of work. Like fuck. Mm-hmm. I think at PIFA I fucking said hi for like two hours. You know what I mean? Like and just yeah. catching up. And yeah. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. But I was like, shit. Can I just sit down and like. And I feel like we're just no. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you live it for so long, and then you get it, you get time. Like you said, you get time away from it, and you come back to it. It's kind of like, you know, I, I've spent so much of my life dancing and going to Luau and creating shows and going to shows and performing yeah. and Scooby Doo Doo, right? That now, you know, when people are like, "Oh, it's Hawaiian theme," I'm like, "Oh, fuck you, man! I'm not wearing that shit." <laughs> well, it's I almost like, like that I shit felt- my whole life, you know. Like, nah, you go ahead, wear that, you know. I feel I'm, like I'm I feel cool. like I, I was I feel like I was missing I felt like I was missing like a true one on one with those people that I that I was saying hi to, right? So we were saying hi, but we were doing that generic, "Hey, how you doing? Oh, what's up? Yeah, how like, you been?" Yeah. Small families. Yeah. Like, you know Great what I mean? to see like, you. Just, oh my gosh, it's been so long. Call me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, God, like, I don't want to do that. Like, if you really care, <laughs> let's sit down, let's have a conversation, let's have a beer, let's catch up and let's really talk. And I, I'm, I'm way more involved in that, like, real quality. Uh, yeah. Like, when we have the interview Saturday, right? Like, I'm genuinely going to ask them questions that I genuinely care about. And I, and I would hope that whoever the listeners are will genuinely care about that too, right? Because, for instance, Anohea went vegan, right? A lot of people probably don't pay attention to that because they just know her as a singer, right? But she's currently went vegan. Uh, I think she's about on month and a half or something like that. So I'm interested to see how that's affected her one, her 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 energy, and if it's playing, it's playing sure. to you know her music. You know, you we just don't know things like that. 
you have Spawn Breezy, who does Poly Pump, who's also working out and doing uh, a workout program, who's lost a lot of weight within the last two years to three years, right? So that's interesting. We want to know and catch up on that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I just, I, I think I just genuinely care about the conversation that I have with people. And I would hope that, um, you know, others do too. I think at the end of the day. So. Well, because uh, it's stuff that it's, it's of real interest, right? It's not just like, so what was your last tweet? You know what I mean? Like uh, everybody knows, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah, it's right. actually things that are truly engaging. It, it's real conversational stuff. And you really hit it when you said, you know, you, you go through saying hello to a hundred different people. It's like having a family party or a birthday party for one of your kids yeah. and you invite the whole world and you're saying hi and you're doing shit, but you never really have a conversation with anyone. All of a sudden, five, ten hours go by and you're just like, shit, I don't even know. I know there were a group of people here. I know they had a great time, but I don't know that I had spent more than two sentences with a person. So they were all there. But, you know, did I really spend any quality time with any of them? Not that you had the time. (laughs) You know? And it's true, too, right? Were you at our wedding, It is. It's so true, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. Definitely. I, I just but, jotted um, down those couple of things. Let me let me ask uh, real quick uh, and twisted. You know, this is what your first concert back to uh, currently. You haven't been to any other concerts, right? Since everything's opened up. No, just our little event. But I mean, that was just an event. It wasn't a concert. So yeah, this will right. be the first one. What are you What are you excited to see as far as like um, performances? Just seeing live music all all together. All you know, again, just it's, it's been so long. I miss it, um, but I'm excited. To be able to uh, to be there for it. Nice, yeah, yeah. Um, Island yeah. Vibes Saturday, this Saturday, <laughs> September eighteenth. Yep. Starting at noon. Doors open at noon and ends at seven o'clock. Be there if you don't have your tickets. There are tickets available still and at the front door. Uh, Island City Media will be there. Bar Bar will be there. And man, we hope to see everybody else out there. Yeah, and uh, for those that are looking for tickets, I think uh, if you buy them online, I think the promo code for Island City Media Group. Uh, still active, so go ahead and put in the ICMG uh, code for the promo code when you buy your tickets online. ICMG. All right. Cool. Well, that was dope, y'all. Thank you, thank you for listening to this first part of Take Two. Uh, <laughs> 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 I hope you guys enjoy uh, this, this very intimate episode uh, that we recapped on 9-11 um, and hopefully see you on Saturday. All right. Escalators. And uh, I guess, man, let's go to the topic of the hour. Had you go, want to drive us in there? Well, yes. Uh, yesterday was a very, very special day for all of us for here in America. And it was, uh, I get a little bit emotional. So I had a little bit of voice quiver there for a second. But um, yesterday marks the 20th anniversary of September 11th, one of the most devastating days in the United States. And we lost a lot of people that day, um, and 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 uh, a lot of people who lost their loved ones um, kind of lost themselves a little bit too. Uh, we we don't do enough, but um, I, I just was was really reflecting on that, and and I'll never ever forget, you know, where where I was on that day. And so I just I was thinking about that yesterday. Uh, we went up to Oceanside to see some of my nephews, and I you know I wore my red, white, and blue, my stars and stripes, and all of that because. It's important, you know, it's very important to remember and to reflect and to recognize um, that day and and what it means. And the feeling never really goes away. One of my goals is actually to get over to Ground Zero to visit the monument. Um, But I I just wanted to take a minute to ask if you guys remember, and I'm sure that you do, but 
do you remember where you were and what you were doing on on 9-11? And I do. Uh, I, I, I will be quick. But I remember waking up. I had a photo shoot that morning uh, with a new, for a new agency. And I had turned on the TV to turn on the news and it was the buildings. And I remember being in my living room and falling to my knees watching the television of what was happening after I realized what was actually happening. Um, and I don't think people really understand the magnitude that it had on this country and where we've gone, you know, since then. I know that um, that we had, I know Vince had, has looked at some of the statistics and we'll, we'll get into some of those stats too, but I, I do remember it vividly. I remember talking to the photographer saying, do you still want to get together this morning uh, because of what happened? And, and while it may sound insensitive, I said yes, because I still wanted to be with people that day to kind of reflect and, and be you know, at that time I was married, my ex-husband was off to work and all of that, but it was a very somber and solemn day. Uh, and I spent it with strangers because it was important to me to just still connect on that day. And even though we were out there doing a photo shoot, it was at the top of mind and it was all we talked about that entire day. Um, and it was very devastating. I, I, I'll, I'll never ever forget it. I, I just don't think anybody ever should um, and so I, I open it up to ask you if you remember what you were doing on that day and, and how you feel today, yesterday was sad, but I was in remembrance and in honor that we are so fucking lucky to be in this country. Um, everybody talks about the American dream and that's a true thing, you know, despite what's happening in the world today and how fucking separated we are, uh, with all of these different things that are happening, we are still so fortunate in the United States to, to have what we have. And and we ought to give it up to those people because they're the reason, you know, they're a part of the reason why we're here. And those people who were on that plane and the people who were in that building and, and what it meant, you know, we had never really experienced anything like that before. And, and I never ever want us to forget it. Like that fucking kid in Washington University who defaced the cemetery and took those flags down. Um, because he felt that it was his quiet protest. So that was something that really, really bothered me too. And I won't get into that because I don't want to turn this into like an angry, angry bitch fest, you know. But um, I remember what I was doing and I'll never forget how it felt to empathize with all of those people and, and our country and how vulnerable we were as a nation and how vulnerable we remain. It's I'm hopeful though that we can band together still and, and, and bring some of this back and and be connected again as a country, not as Chamorros or China or Vietnam or anything other than just being Americans. So my heart goes to all of those people and, uh, you know, God bless America. I'm about to get emotional, which is very rare for me. Uh, so now, you know, um... I'd love for you to share. Attention all you adults, get the COVID vaccine. As we get back to school, it's important that we mask up and back up. We want to play with our friends. For more information, go to PacificIslanderHealth.org. Give it a shot. I was, I remember I was doing my, my normal morning routine. I was getting ready for work, come out of the shower, and I'd flip on the news 
while I was getting dressed. And I flip on the news and I'm, I I look at the headline down below on the bottom of the screen. said, um, plane crashes in the World Trade Center. And I looked at it and I was like, I go, well, that's fucked up. There's it's about nine something in the morning over there. There's all the people walking around on the street below them. So I can just imagine all the debris falling yeah. to the street, you know. So I'm like, shit. So it captured my interest. And so as I'm sitting on the edge of the bed and I'm pulling on my socks, I'm sitting there watching the news. And then you see that plane come off the side of the screen Ugh. and hit the second tower. And I remember standing up and going, holy shit, we're fucking under attack. My ex-wife comes in. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, another fucking plane just crashed into the second tower. And she's like, oh, my God, what? So she's watching it with me on the news. And I'm like, this is no accident. I know. That shit was purposely done. That was no fucking accident. I said, that shit hit. I was like, oh, crap. So, of course, you know, I get dressed and chill watching news. I jump in my truck and I've got the radio on and the morning show that I would normally listen to. That's all they were talking about. So I'm listening to that on the way. They're getting phone calls and stuff. And I remember I was going down 61st Street towards Imperial when somebody called in and said, plane just crashed into the Pentagon. And I remember the DJ going, hey, okay, hangs up and goes, this is that time of the morning when all the freaks start coming out and saying crazy stuff. And somebody, the very next caller says, no, turn the news on. A trip up plane did just hit the Pentagon. And I'm going, holy shit. So they're watching. They're like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, we're under attack. And I'm like, that's what I just fucking said, you know. But um, get to work, and that was the talking, you know, on the dock in the office, what was going on and everything. And, you know, we're watching this, and, and then we're hearing about the next plane, you know, and. You know, the jets, they've scrambled jets and everything. And I'm going, fuck, we're going to war right now. And I was working a job and they sent everybody out to their jobs. And I was up in this neighborhood, Talmadge. And I remember we pulled the work trucks up. We parked them up on the job site. And I didn't tailgate with anybody. We had the stereo on in the truck. We had the doors open. And the people that we would see every morning walking their dogs or jogging by we're coming up and everybody was just crowded around our work truck and we're listening to the news of what's going on and I remember um, just seeing people hugging and and crying and one of the ladies there was uh, she was she was uh, hysterical because her son worked in the, in the towers and she hadn't heard anything. And I just remember as a parent looking at that and going, fuck, I couldn't imagine being in her shoes right now, seeing what happened and not knowing. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part, just not knowing, right? And, uh, you know, I just remember my workers were like, was grabbing her and hugging her and stuff. And, you know, you know, what do you say? You know, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. You know, what do, what do you say? <clears throat> but um, we were out on the job for about, 
maybe two hours, three hours. We weren't doing anything. We weren't doing any kind of, nobody was in the mindset to do any work. And I didn't want anybody working with what was going on in the back of everybody's mind because distracted workers get hurt. And then I got a phone call and they said, we want everybody back in. They had everybody going from the jobs, go back into the office. They had the TVs on. Our directors came in talked to us and said, hey, you guys could either stay here or you could go home and just be with your loved ones, be with your people. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's like, all right, cool. They shut down everything that day. And, you know, people just went home and they were, you know, with their families, their loved ones, watching what happened and now understanding more what was what we were under you know it was like a modern day Pearl Harbor but it was strategic for sure how they did it right um I remember the weeks preceding that everybody was so patriotic cars had American flags on them houses had American flags I had one draped outside big one I have a big actually ironically it's a casket flag oh shit but I had it draped off the roof of my house down the front of the garage you know and uh, I was in touch with my recruiter because at the time I was still under a 10 year contract with the military so I was in touch with my recruiter because I knew I was going to probably get a call to get activated Um, so you know thinking about that and thinking about my little ones and I'm like you know it it was a different story not being a dad and doing the shit that I did and then being a dad and then looking at what I could possibly be getting myself into am I coming home you know the other dads that aren't going to come home or moms that aren't going to come home so you know all that stuff grinding on me but what made me feel good and feel okay about it was that the country came together everybody was so together on it and so patriotic that people were in the streets were like you know Fuck this. They attacked us. Fast forward 20 years later. And that's what burns my ass today. Mm. Is seeing the state that this country's in. And how fucking soon we forget. And with recent events in Afghanistan. The men and women that died in vain now. In vain. And I'm going to say it and I don't care because of this weak-ass administration, this weak-ass excuse, poor-ass excuse for a president has done shit for action to honor those those men and women that died with that flag on their shoulder. They were babies, man. Mm -hmm. They were babies, Babies. How dare them do that to them? You know, they gave up their whole life to do this for us. Mm -hmm. And and not just us. Not just us. You know? Before the people in Afghanistan. Yeah. I have friends that served that were there building the schools and making it possible for women and girls to learn how to read and write. And building these schools, and they had a big part in it, and the security that they had to pull and the things that they had to do in order to get that to happen. Guys lost their lives doing that, defending that, and making that to where these people were able to do this. Like that, it's gone. Gone. And you know what's happening to those women and those little girls? They're executing them. Mm-hmm. Any of the teachers, they're executing them. Yep. So, you know, I have I have really, really strong feelings about 
what's happening in this country today. Um, shit that I see, things that I hear. These people, these kids now that are speaking up against shit. You are we going to put up statues for fucking, these 13? You were in grade school when this shit happened and you don't have a full understanding of what went down. But now, all of a sudden, you got a little hair on your armpit. You think you're a fucking man and you're going to speak up and say that this shit's wrong. That we shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't be doing that. You know, whatever it is, you know, that the state that this country's in right now, it's a sad state. It's scary. It's really, really scary. And with the amount of people that are being let in unvetted right now, we've all heard of the Trojan horse. People call me a cynic. Oh, you're such a cynic for saying that. No, no, I'm not. What the hell happened with the 9-11 pilot? That was the Trojan horse. People come here seeking asylum, right? And running from this religious Sharia, religious law. And then they come here and they want to practice the same damn thing that they ran from. Mm-hmm. Right? But they came here under the flag. And we're supposed of, to assimilate to that. Right. They came here Fuck under that. That, the flying flag of, of asylum because I'm running from this and I'm scared for my life. But now that we're here, this is what we want you to, to appease us with, this Sharia law. That fuck nut up there in Washington at that school with what he did. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That burns my ass. Yeah. He plucked all the flags. Just to be clear, he plucked all the flags off of 2,977 flags at a cemetery. And he plucked them because he felt that it was um, in protest against the Islamophobia because of the U.S. military interventions. While he's here in the United States learning, he's going to go do that. Like, you know, Reaping mm, the benefits that this mm, country has to offer. The, yeah, the freedom and, and the liberties to go do something like that. Yeah. Who knows if anything fucking happened to his punk ass, but sure. I, I just, I don't know, man. Real quick, let me throw the same uh, situation to Rich. Rich, uh, do you have any uh, memories of, of this of this uh, th- this time in history? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I was... 19, something like that. Sure. Um, so I was waking up to go to work and I got a call to not come in. <clears throat> um, and at this time, I'm assuming I was you're like, working oh, at the federal I, You know, building. I didn't, at the time, how yeah. was, it, was that? You said at this time, I'm assuming you're working at the federal building or? No, no, I was, I was working at um, the credit union. Oh, okay. I was doing IT work there. Sure. And uh, just got a call, don't, don't come in. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, uh, why? And they're like, uh, have you seen the news? And I was like, uh, no. Like, you know, 19, like kind of. You know, <laughs> right, right. No, no. I, watched, I don't watch the news. It was like I'm watching probably, I was thinking I was watching like probably uh, like Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh! To, you know, <laughs> you're 19, sir? <laughs> yeah, 19. You know? Like that's, that's how nerdy I am. Hey, hey, you know? hey. Yeah, yeah, you don't know? watch a fucking Steve like, Harvey this, show. That's what I was doing. Uh, so <laughs> I turned on the Mr. news. <laughs> And then, yeah, exactly, right? Like, so like that. <laughs> I turned on the I turned on the news, and uh, yeah, and then I think at that time, I believe only one of the buildings were hit, um, and then the second one came like thirty minutes later, or hour and a half later, whatever, whatever time it was. And then um, I went downstairs. My grandparents were watching TV. Uh, they're watching the news, and I could see like the intensity on their face. At that oh, time, uh, my grandparents, uh, my grandfather's a, a vet, so I think he understood what was going on. I personally didn't understand what was going on, 
I didn't realize we were being attacked on our own land. Um, yeah, man. And I, I think at that point, I think I understood what was happening. I think my grandma, like maybe a week later, had said, you know, um, you want to go in the military. And there was a big fight within my family about me going in the military at the time. Um, no one was for it. Like no, nobody except for my grandmother was probably for it at that time. And um, yeah, I think there was concerns like I was going to go to war and that I was my only, I was the only son of my mother. Um, so they're like, you know, you're the last, he's the last one to carry the name. Like, you don't want, you don't want him to go. And me, I was like, uh, I was like, I, I could try. I don't care. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just <laughs> not, not, not a little naive. Like, yeah, I, don't, exactly. I don't know. You, though, yeah, like, I, only I'm son. naive. And that's the yeah, thing. It's like, you would. know, that's, they wouldn't have let yeah, him they join even let you because join. you're the only son. That falls under the Sullivan. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, truthfully, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. So it was a lot. Uh, I think at that time. And, and um, as the years went by, I, I gradually got more and more understanding of what was happening. Um, and even, but now I think, I, I think now as, as I look back and, and I, now we have kids, um, it's, it's 10 times more devastating than ever, like hundred times more devastating. But when I found out the age of the, the 13 that passed away, um, that, that killed me, man. That, that, yeah, it killed me because uh, uh, you know, Par Bar Javen is is out there right now in the military, right? Brother Javen, that could be him. You know, that could be sure. that could be him. That could yeah. be uh, Par Bar Boy Boy. You know, like it could be any of those. Any of the kids that I know that are dancing. You know what I mean? Like it could be. That could be any of them, man. Yeah, you know, there's so many of them. Um, We've had this discussion before too, Rich, about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like and that 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 drives a stake in my heart, man. It, it hurts. It hurts. Um, because that's the thing is like they're so young, you know, like they're so young, and, and they'll do anything, you know, they'll do anything you tell them, because they'll put they they're putting a hundred percent confidence in you, like you're telling them that they're gonna be okay, basically. And, uh, Isn't that what the Marines like that, say? Trust and confidence, you know. Shit, man. So, they, all, they all teach that, you know. It's uh, <laughs> it's the propaganda that they they put in your head when you're going through the brainwashing portion of it. To become a marine or soldier, whatever it is, right? Um, but man, yeah, I, I feel you, Rich. I feel exactly what you're saying. You know, I've got a son who's of age, mm. and you know, several times he's talked about joining up, and you know, I'm against it, but I wouldn't tell him that because you know, if he makes that decision, he's making a grown man decision, and I've got to support that. Uh, but at the same time. I always felt like I did enough and I did enough time to where my kids would. And I always said this, like, even before I was a dad, I had said, you know what, with everything that I'm doing or that I've done, the time that I've put in, I think I've done enough where none of my, none of my offspring will have to serve. That's the way I looked at it. I've done it for them already. I've taken care of it so they don't have to do it. Let the next generation after them be the ones to do it. My, my son's the one that jumps up. I think I want to be a SEAL. No, I think I want to be an Air Force PJ. I'm like, can't you just be a fucking cook or a typist or something? Yeah. <laughs> you know, something where you're not on the front line, kid. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, it's, it, um, it would be a devastating thing, dude, to find out one of our one of our kids from the group, um, you know, was off and, and you know, find out find some news like that you know one of their yeah their names pops up on a, on a list 
right? That would be a, a, a yeah. stake through the heart, dude, for sure. Yeah, and it's weird. Uh, yesterday, as we kind of like, you know, uh, not celebrated, but like, you know, reflected, organized the day of 20 years, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm sitting in the back with my boys and I'm, I'm spending time um, with them and the baby, uh, our baby girl. And um, yeah, it, it hits me, you know, like it hits me that, you know, on this day, 20 years ago, there's a basically attack on our land and, and people, a lot of people lost their lives, you know what I mean? And uh, to what Mark was saying, I remember there's been a, a big, big patriotic movement for the next couple of months right after 9-11. Um, next couple of months. Isn't that sad? Mm. Next couple of months. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Rich. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, but now fast forward to today and I've seen so many uh, social justice warriors um who just waited just for the 12th to post something negative about it and just say their piece on it and, and say their rebuttal to uh, 9-11, like trying to justify it in some sort of way. It's kind of weird. Fucking bullshit, bro. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know if it's justification and I can't speak to because I'm only reading what they're, they're typing and I don't I don't have the, the time or inclination to even give them the time of day to say, hey, explain that more to me. Like if you, for some reason, have the the, the gall to go out there and, and say your justification of why some dudes flew into a, a building right. to smash it, um, and say, oh well, America did it. America started this first. Like, uh, I think you need to go for a little further in history, buddy. America like, started this. First. Uh, I think you need to go a little further. Um, actually, you know what I mean? Like, and actually, there's a good there's a good documentary on on. Netflix even explains it even more um, that I recently watched. Um, but I also knew about some history of Afghanistan just for the sake of knowing it because um, I like all that kind of stuff. Um, right. In any case, that was, yeah, that was me, man. That was That's where I was um, at nice. that time and, and that's where I am yeah, now. Nice, but yeah. But that was, yeah, that was me, man. That was, that's where I was um, at nice. that time and, and that's where I am yeah, now. Nice, but. How about you, Vince? Oh shit, man! I I, I remember. Yo, oh, sorry, sorry. Before you start, Vince, um, my wife needs to head over to Kaiser. She's she's about to uh, go work tonight again, sure. so I got to dip out um, All right, and go watch these kids. Sure. She has to leave by six thirty. So cool, man. Um, yeah. Hey, be careful driving to work. Take care. Yeah, of we're gonna babies. actually uh, we're gonna wrap up uh, here pretty soon. Uh, we, we got a few minutes left, but go ahead, Rich. Uh, we got you, bro. Uh, yeah. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Yeah, but for myself, honestly, man, I I was at a I was in my grandma grandpa's house, um, and it was a uh, I mean I'm I'm a little bit younger than uh, well, I'm the youngest one here, um, so I was still in school. Um, you know, I was uh, I was I don't know if I was getting ready for school, or I was just or if I was still on summer break. I can't remember, but I remember the day my mom was in in the room like next next to me. Um, watching the news, you know, what was happening. And then all she, I remember her saying was like, oh my God, oh my God, there's a second one, there's a second one. And then boom, the fucking second tower got hit. 
and I'm, I'm still young. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I mean, you can even say up to like 15, 16 years old, don't even know what, what is they going on. Because, you because you, you can only see this shit in the movie, right? You're only or, 15. How right, are you so you don't really even know or analyze either. You, you can't really analyze what's really going on. I mean, you can, but it's it's very rare that a person at that age would. would you don't know the degree of the severity of it. Exactly. So you we're just don't. thinking, like, oh shit, like something is collapsing. Something like, bad happened. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay. You're not thinking, like, oh shit, we're under attack. You're not thinking anything of that severity. So I'm like, I'm like, oh damn, like, what's going to happen? I'm thinking still, like, like I was thinking when I saw the first plane. Oh man, that sucks. The airplane crashed into a building. No, I mean, not yes, knowing. that. But yeah. I'm just like, I, I don't. What do I? What do I? I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm starting kid, kid trying to go to school. Like, sure, sure. I'm just like, hey, I'm, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I'm not, I'm not trained by any means to be, uh, to, to have these situations played out in my head, and I'm not or know what to do. So you know, I'm, just, I'm just kind of going out, living my daily life, just. Uh, you know, and actually, I remember uh, going to football practice that day. I do remember that, and I was like, "Hey, you know what?" Because I didn't think anything was like different. I was like, and then shit, maybe like two, three of us showed up, and they were like, "Nah, everybody's gone. Just make sure that you know you guys, you guys are good, and uh, we'll resume when you guys call you if we call." You. I mean, it is what it is. So at that point, I was like, "Oh shit, what the hell is going on?" And then I, you know, moving forward, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, this is a." Well, at that age, I think you don't know. No, anything. I mean, we you know, didn't. you're not really supposed to. You know, I mean, you can only learn by history. Like current events, it's it's very hard to to, to digest what's exactly going on in, in a short amount of time, at least. You're older now. Uh, if what I see, if, I mean, God forbid, like now. knocking on wood, if I, if that ever were to happen again, I'm like, oh yeah, we got to lock down and we yeah. we got to defend some shit. You know what I mean? Like, see, I, I think a lot of that Vince, um goes with this the culture of this country right sure um we've never been attacked on our own soil on mainland you got that right right never never had so growing up you don't have the same type of awareness of those types of events sure when you look at other countries like yeah. Or at, even that anticipation, right? Yeah, like you, can, you don't you don't expect anything. You don't expect you're, it. you're actually you're safe. You're supposed to be doing what you're doing yeah. at, at 15 years of age. Because that's know? the blank, that's the blanket of security and freedom that we yeah. have over. I us. think sure. I was actually even sure. like 11 or, or 12 at that even, point. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm I was like younger was, than that because yeah. that's 20 years ago. And yeah, you were I'm only, only 31 now, so I'm, in, I'm 11. You know? Yeah, just turning you're 11. Just a little kid. So I'm just like you know I don't I don't I don't know what to think. Right. And, um, you know, moving forward, I, obviously, so now, even five years from that point, I understand. Uh, I kind of grew into the situation. I was, But you learned, and that's yeah. the difference. That's the difference. Just like Lenny Kravitz said, the difference is why. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're 10 years old then. You're 30 now. And you've learned so much between now and then. It That's the important part, right? You didn't, you, your, your family, your culture, your parents didn't let you not know what was happening you also learn for yourself as well mm, yeah so i mean it's uh there's an awareness there i think that a sure. lot of young americans grow up without yeah like yeah you said, because well, because yeah, of the exactly this blanket of freedom and protection that we've had because we've never been attacked on our home so yeah. now if you look at a country like israel 
you know, where they're constantly in conflict because they're surrounded by their enemies. That that whole state of Israel is surrounded by enemies. You see people walking around with fully automatic weapons on the street. You see a... And that's uh, a normal thing. And it's a normal thing. And I was when I was stationed over there in the Middle East, and I went into Tel Aviv, and you're walking down the street, and there's a sidewalk cafe, and you see a group of girls sitting around the table having lunch or coffee, and there's M16s leaning against the table, or a girl has a, you know, a freaking Desert Eagle oh, in shit. a holster tucked in the back of her little hip hugger jeans, and you're going, whoa, because they're always prepared. Why? Because that's part of their history. They grow up with the anticipation that something could happen yeah. or is going to happen, right? So they're always prepared. Yeah, and I think, I mean, just kind of going on, on the culture, like you said, uh, uh, and I'm thinking futuristically too. I'm like to to the people that don't think that that should happen to us. It could very well happen to us. Sure did. Mm-hmm. It could very well happen to us. And um, you know, I I think we. I'm, well, I know we've been all been blessed enough for that. It hasn't happened to us. Uh, okay. You know, I, I and I'm, believe me, I, I I get. I'm I'm speaking on on a global standpoint right sure. now. It's not it's not to a local thing where like, you know the, the guy down the street did this or the blah 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 down the street did that. No, this this is more than that. Uh, you got to realize that other countries are looking to take us down at some point in time, and it, it should it should might happen. You know, ne- you never know. And um, especially right now, yes, yeah, With yeah. Current Since events. they have all kinds of equipment and they have all <laughs> the records and they have the ammunition and they have the the, the current events the and, 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 and the, the administration and that the we have jets and the world. We're on the world stage and the world is watching. And they're, well, they're just there waiting are those for us countries to be even more there. vulnerable again. Yep, they're like this well, now, and they're Well, now they have out. everything that we use mm-hmm. to go do it right back the fuck to us. Millions mm-hmm. and billions of dollars yep. worth of jets and planes and tanks and all of that shit that I just rattled off. I'm not going to sure. repeat it again. But, you know, it's it's like we've just given it. Yeah, so now it's like, well, great. Now that we've given that all to you and some of you have been trained by us, then great, awesome. Let's let's just make ourselves even more vulnerable. And so I've been kind of thinking about this on, the, on just on the way here. Uh, we only got like a few minutes to wrap up. But, you know, I, 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 I will understand everyone's argument from each side. And um, what everyone under has should understand is that we have to protect us first. I would hope. Yes. And, and I, would, I would hope. And... And I pray. Yeah, I mean, no, no matter what standpoint, it, for everyone that's listening, it, and this is me, just think about America as, as your home. You're not going to go out and help somebody else, Before and give them give them these things that could possibly destroy your home. Yeah, you want to give them the key to your house? Yeah, point exactly. <sighs> and and it, it, it it's it's um, you know, there there's so many other 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 factions in it, but. At, at the bottom line, that's that's kind of the, the moral lesson that we need to be pushing out. It's like, guys, yes. you you guys need to understand. It's like we we understand some some. I understand that some shit is fucked up here. I I get that, and I'm not saying I'm on one side or the other, but it there's room for improvement. But also understand, like, yo, this shit could be f- fucking way worse. Yeah. And we could be. It could be worse if we, we don't could be wake fucking, the fuck up now. We could be fucking walking down the street and not know what the fuck is gonna happen. And just, just imagine like other fucking troops running our shit. And and, and not not to sound like a cynic again. Hey, fuck it. 
But I appreciate your cynicism. What you just said right now about walking down the street and not knowing what's going to happen next. Shouldn't we feel like that right now? I, I mean, feel like I that right be, now. Number Our one, country is number one, we united. Shouldn't. Number one, united. we shouldn't feel like that, right? Not right. on our own we home soil. Never. But with the influx of unvetted people that we've just let in, you should be walking down the street right now expecting something to happen. Because even before this, after 9-11, look at the shit that was going on. Right. The plans. There are plans in place to look, fuck us up so at, bad. Look at the shooter that they had up in, what was that, San Bernardino? The guy that shot up all those people and they had him freaking cornered. And he was doing it in the name of Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Right? There's been a There's lot of stuff of like them, that. As, many as of them happened. planted, working, learning, studying, waiting. I'm telling you, they're, you they're, know? There's, there's all these little secret cells that are here that exist in this country. Guarantee. Guarantee you. People know who they are, right? Their eyes are on them. But they could drop off the map like that. Yep. Yep. And when they do and they get that call, I keep saying this. Be prepared for this one. What is it that taxi drivers have the most access to? Mm. Hotel lobbies, hospitals, airport terminals. Imagine what would happen to a city if, shit, six taxi cabs loaded with explosives simultaneously detonated at these key spots. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What kind of havoc that would wreak on a city? Now imagine that happening in every major city across this country. We're a major city. We're a military city, too. Exactly. That's you know, what I'm from saying. from Coronado to Oside. Do you and, know what I mean? And, and, ha- and onward. But and I mean, not trying to sound sound stereotypical, but when you look at cab drivers or Uber drivers around town, what nationality are they made of? Most of them are of Arabic descent or Muslim. So who's to say that this peaceful guy Ali that drives you around? Every other Saturday well, He's peaceful alright right? He prays He may not pray to God But, but he prays to his own God but, but the one day That he gets that call Yes because they are martyred. united exactly. They are united In the name of their own God And okay? their own cause Our country is not like that Our country assimilates and we're all puzzle pieces of whatever because, you know, where everybody's living the American dream and you have the freedom to do so. And that's great. That's great. That's what this country was founded on. Yeah. But we are still called United States. So, so I beg the world, our country, to just remember that, you know? Yep. Please. Please be aware. And, And. be mindful, be aware, yes, and pray for pray for it. Pray for peace and think about these people who have lost their lives, specifically these 13. Just recently, I know that wasn't from September 11th, but it happened right around then. And they deserve to be mourned, not just by their own families, but by us as Americans. Yep, and memorialized. You know? So for those naysayers out there hearing this and they're saying, ah, oh, that's not going to happen. This will never happen. Nobody ever thought that they would fly planes into a high-rise building either. No. There was one person that came out and predicted that it would happen, and nobody wanted to hear it. And that was Oliver North. He came out and he said that they had plans to fly a plane into a high-rise building. 
use a plane as a weapon. Oh, you're crazy. That would never happen. They ignored him. They ignored the hell out of him. They made him like a laughing stock that he was. It didn't happen that week. It didn't happen the next year. It didn't happen the next five years or the next decade. But it happened. Right? Yeah. So Uh, for those of you out there going, oh, you're twisted. You're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. All right. I just hope that it's not me. I just hope it's not me and my family that are somewhere when some I know. suicide bomber or some martyr decides to go nuts and on a group of Americans. Gather. All we can do, man, is pray, man. That's it. That's it. That is all that we can do. Be good to each other. Be good to ourselves. But, mm. you know, pray. Pray even for those. Even for those who are making those plans. I know that sounds fucked up, but you got to pray for them that they can make those changes too. They're coming here for a reason. Sure, maybe it's a reason to, to fuck us up, but there's still there's still that moment. That moment where you could go one way or the other. And I don't know when those moments are for people, but it does have, there are those moments where you could go do this or you could not. <laughs> Somebody said, well, you can't say that they're all like that. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll throw you in a room full of snakes. And you have to walk from one end of the room to the door on the other end. Are you going to tell me that you're going to be able to tell which one of those snakes is a venomous snake that's going to bite you along the way? Mm. Or that you won't get bit walking from door to door? Or that you aren't scared? Right. <laughs> I just, I, I just want to have two seconds of silence for them. For all of them. Once again, y'all, y'all listen to the Paul Bar Show on Island City, where the beach meets the streets. Uh, once, yeah, once again, obviously, just uh, heavy topics that we we've always discussed here on the show. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, for everyone expressing their uh, opinions and memories. Mark Twisted Rich, uh, or Mark and Twisted, same person, but Mark Rich and it's Coco, uh, myself. Um, on behalf of all of us, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is the end of uh, this week's show. But until next week, y'all, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we got some things to handle. Please pray for America. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, just, hey, and on a positive note, man, just do your best to be the best human you could possibly be. Um, and I think that's all we're trying to ask here. Um, and, just, and just have the right intentions and have the actions follow through. So on that note, we're going to get out of here. Um, escalators. Shoot. This is Island City Radio. Powered by Island.